It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This morning's secret strategy, Victoria's former health minister tells Seven News the state wants to eradicate COVID. Failures exposed, the mistakes of the hotel quarantine fiasco laid bare. Who's to blame for sparking the deadly second wave? Escalating war, critical medical supplies held at our ports, the ugly pay dispute branded a slap in the face. And a living hell, families react as Dreamworld is fined $3.6 million over the disastrous ride that claimed four lives. This is 7 News with Jodie Spears. Good morning. Three days after announcing her resignation from Victorian Parliament, Jenny McCarkos is still causing headaches for the state government. The former health minister has suggested an eradication strategy as Victoria's target, which Premier Daniel Andrews denies. I'm sure that we are absolutely on the path to eradication in Victoria. That is not the strategy. The strategy is to suppress this virus and that's the National Cabinet decision. Victoria recorded just five cases yesterday, all connected to known outbreaks. It marks the first time Australia has recorded no mystery infections since June. A breakdown in communication among three top bureaucrats is being blamed for Victoria's bungled hotel quarantine saga. In explosive closing submissions, the inquiry into the program heard that no single person was responsible, but rather a series of compounding actions and inactions which led to the second wave. A failure by the hotel quarantine program to contain this virus is, as at today's date, responsible for the deaths of 768 people and the infection of some 18,418 others. Former judge Jennifer Coate now has six weeks to finalise her report, which will be made public on November 6. Police have been called in to deal with a string of illegal parties in Melbourne. One house party with close to 40 people had to be broken up by officers. An almost $5,000 fine can now be given to those who attend illegal gatherings. But attendees who test positive for the virus could get off, with the state's premier saying their information for contact tracing is far more valuable. The New South Wales Premier has flagged a potential easing of restrictions after the state recorded zero new cases for a second consecutive day. Gladys Berejiklian says changes could come within a fortnight if the situation in Victoria keeps tracking in the right direction. She warned against falling into a false sense of security after testing numbers halved from more than 12,000 on Saturday to just over 6,000 on Sunday. 
The women accused of sparking Queensland's most recent outbreak have faced court. The trio allegedly lied their way across the border and then spent days in the community while infectious. It led to mass shutdowns across Brisbane. Meantime, WA's infection numbers were higher than Victoria yesterday. A further eight crew members from a cargo ship off the Pilbara coast tested positive. 17 out of 23 now have the virus. The operator of Dreamworld has been given a multi-million dollar fine over the amusement park disaster that claimed four lives. But victims' families say they're paying a much bigger price. Wiping away a tear, an emotional Kim Dorset, alongside granddaughter Ebony Turner, who survived the deadly Dreamworld disaster in 2016. Kim's two children didn't. Cindy Lowe, Kate Goodchild, Luke Dorset and Ruzi Aragi died after their raft flipped on the Thunder River Rapids ride, something the theme park operator was repeatedly warned could happen and something a single $3,000 emergency stop button could have prevented. Crown prosecutor Aaron Guilfoyle slammed Dreamworld, saying the efforts were grossly below the standard that was expected of it. There was complete and blind trust placed in the theme park. Guests were extremely vulnerable. Ardent Leisure has now been fined $3.6 million over their deaths. Ardent accepts responsibility for the, this tragedy and fully accepts the court's decision. The mother of Luke Dorset and Kate Goodchild telling the court, I've never been so alone and isolated. I cry for my lost children every day. Birthdays, Mother's Day, Christmas and Easter are spent at the cemetery. Each day I'm disappointed that I have woken to another day in this hell. I sincerely hope that now the prosecution has been finalised, that this will go some way towards furthering the healing process for the families. Ardent Leisure says safety procedures have been overhauled, insisting the company has done all it can to ensure its failings are never repeated. Gina Trahan, Seven News. The Maritime Union has hit out at claims it's holding the nation to ransom following a pay dispute that could see a shortage in vital medical supplies. Wharfies at Sydney's main port are demanding a 6% pay increase for four years, but the port says it can't afford that during a global pandemic, accusing workers of go-slow action. The union says all it's doing is refusing overtime. I've had importers and exporters you know, screaming at me in the last week to take some action. A hysterical anti-union worker bashing company out there manufacturing lies. The federal government is backing the port in taking the dispute to the Fair Work Commission. Drug companies fear the war could affect supplies of PBS medication within weeks. The Prime Minister is expected to announce an $800 million boost to Australia's digital economy today. Let's go live now to political reporter Olivia Leeming in Canberra. Good morning, Olivia. What will the funding go towards? Good morning, Jodie. Well, towards measures that will help Australian businesses use new digital technology as more shift online, making it easier to do business with the pandemic, seeing more businesses in Australia operate remotely. So this will accelerate the rollout of 5G as well as open banking. And it's in tandem with the government's NBN upgrade to increase internet speeds and enhance cyber security. 
also improving access to government services online so someone could start a business within just 15 minutes without weeks' worth of paperwork. Also mandating electronic invoicing for all government agencies and creating a new super registry of business data to be run by the tax office to crack down on corporate fraud. Jodie? OK, Olivia, thank you. Cardinal George Pell will leave Australia and return to the Vatican for the first time since he was cleared of child sex abuse allegations. The Cardinal previously managed the Vatican's finances, but his term was not renewed following his conviction. Pell served 13 months in prison before the High Court acquitted him of molesting two choir boys in the 1990s. After a year that began with catastrophic bushfires, Australia will end 2020 with a wetter-than-usual summer. The Bureau of Meteorology is expected to declare Australia's first La Nina event in nine years. The weather pattern should trigger heavier rainfall, cooler days and more tropical cyclones, particularly off Queensland. The last La Nina event from 2010 to 2011 was Australia's wettest two-year period on record. Weapons, drugs and exotic animals have been seized as part of a New South Wales police crackdown on outlaw bikie gangs. Strike force detectives made their move at properties in the state's northeast. They found knuckle dusters, a zombie knife, steroids and even snakes. Police are targeting criminal networks with links to firearms. Believe it or not, it's a time of year to start thinking about what's going on the Christmas table. Experts say Aussies are more likely to hunt for bargains now than ever before. At the supermarket checkout, Christmas has come early. Supermarket giants dropping prices and pressure on cash-strapped Aussies. This year we'll certainly see more bargain hunting from Australians, less of the big festive occasions because of COVID. At Woolworths, more than 120 Christmas staples will be cheaper, including a savings of $3 on a kilo of frozen prawns, 50 cents on fruit cake, 20 cents on mince pies and 15 cents on cranberry sauce. It'll give our customers a wonderful opportunity to save, but also to be able to choose when and where they want to buy those products in the three months leading up to Christmas. Coles is following suit from Wednesday with $6 savings on tiger prawns, also 20 cents less for mince pies and 15 cents on cranberry sauce. But retail experts say they could go further. The Australian supermarket sector is over $100 billion in yearly sales. Christmas is usually the busiest time of year for retailers, but following the global pandemic and an uncertain economic future, many Australian families this year are feeling the pinch. Plan ahead, be organised so it'll remove the stress in what is not going to be a typical Christmas shopping period. Samantha Brett, 7 News. Selling a little? Or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There are fierce conflict will escalate between the majority Christian Armenia and mainly Muslim Azerbaijan as the two former Soviet republics battle over long-disputed territory. At least 23 people are reported to have been killed during the latest clashes, with Armenia now mobilising its male population. Any sustained violence could hit the energy markets. The region is a key corridor, with pipelines carrying oil and natural gas. Residents have been forced to flee to safety in California as another wildfire broke out, destroying homes. The fast-moving blaze forced patients at a nearby hospital to be moved out as a precaution. Strong winds are hampering efforts to bring the blaze under control. This is the violent end to a police pursuit through the streets of Los Angeles. Oh, no! A major collision right there. The driver, the suspect there, getting T-boned by that silver car. Moments later, the suspect was on the ground and taken into custody. The driver of the silver car was taken to hospital complaining of chest pains. The stolen car was a write-off, as was a second vehicle the suspect totaled during the chase. Checking finance now, the Dow Jones has rallied around 500 points. The Nasdaq is higher. In London, the FTSE climbed and Germany's DAX also finished up. Mixed results closer to home. Japan's Nikkei gained around 300 points. Hong Kong's Hang Seng was up. But the All Lords and the ASX 200 both lost ground. On the commodities market, gold is trading at 1,884 US dollars an ounce. Oil is 40 US dollars a barrel. The Aussie dollar is buying just under 72 US cents, 74.5 Japanese yen and $1.07 New Zealand. There's been an unusual attack in Sydney's southwest where a woman was charged at by a buffalo. She spent yesterday afternoon in hospital being treated for a leg wound. The woman in her 40s was reportedly visiting the property at Denham Court near Campbelltown. Young people, especially young women, are being warned about an alarming rise in cases of tongue cancer. The disease is predominantly found in older men with a history of smoking or heavy drinking, but Sydney researchers have found a significant increase in women under the age of 45. Dentists are best placed to detect early signs of changes in the mouth as doctors work to identify the cause of the cancer in non-smokers. US President Donald Trump has gone on the defensive after bombshell claims in the New York Times about how little tax he's paid. Let's go live now to US correspondent David Boywood. Good morning, David. The president's hit back. Uh, yes, and in a predictable manner too, Jody. Donald Trump has gone on the attack, calling these reports in the New York Times fake news, saying it's a campaign against his re-election bid. He hasn't shed much light on the substance of these reports. Claims he paid just $750 in federal taxes the year he was elected and has avoided paying taxes in 10 out of the previous 15 years. This goes to the heart of Donald Trump, the businessman. These reports suggest he's nowhere near as financially successful as he claims. The president responding yesterday. It's fake news. It's totally fake news. Made up fake. Actually, I paid tax. 
But, and you'll see that as soon as my tax returns. Are, it, it's under audit. They've been under audit for a long time. The IRS does not treat me well. They treat me like the Tea Party, like they treated the Tea Party. Uh, they don't treat me well. They treat me very badly. Now, these reports, they are a gift to his rival, Joe Biden, as the pair prepare ahead of their first debate tomorrow night. But look, in true Trump distractionary style, uh, he was back on the offensive today tweeting, Joe Biden just announced that he will not agree to a drug test. Gee, I wonder why. So the President of the United States there uh, publicly fanning these unfounded rumours that his rival, Joe Biden, is on performance-enhancing drugs. It's certainly going to be a very interesting debate, Jody. Sounds like it. Okay, thanks, David. Recapping sport now, Adelaide's year has gone from bad to worse after two players were allegedly caught with illicit drugs. Star midfielder Brad Crouch and forward Tyson Stengel were stopped by police at 5am in Adelaide CBD yesterday, where police say the drugs were found. The players haven't been charged. Instead, police have referred them to counselling, while the Crows say they'll investigate before handing down any penalty. Meantime, Richmond star Tom Lynch has been ruled out of Friday's qualifying final against Brisbane after failing to overcome a hamstring strain. The NRL hopes to wrap up its investigation into allegations Newcastle's Mitch Barnett racially vilified Gold Coast's Tyrone Peachy by today. Barnett was absent from training yesterday as the Knights' seven-year absence from the finals has been overshadowed by the saga. For the integrity unit, I think if you, you speak out, you get, you get a fine. So we, uh, we've been instructed not to talk about that. Manly have finally confirmed Kieran Foran's homecoming on a one-year deal. He's set to move to hooker after playing only 66 games in five seasons. There were mixed results for Australia's IPL contingent. Aaron Finch hit a fine half-century for the Royal Challengers Bangalore against the Mumbai Indians. James Pattinson had a torrid time from the bowler's end, smashed for 51 runs in only four overs. Defending 202, Adam Zampa wasn't helped by his fielders. Oh, he's burst through the hands of the man who's been catching everything all night. He took one for 53 off four overs as Mumbai hit 18 off the final over to tie the game before Bangalore won in the super over. Defending champion Rafael Nadal cruised into the second round of the French Open. Serena Williams had a patchy start against Christy Ahn, chasing a record equaling 24th Grand Slam title. Williams hit form to win in straight sets. US Open champ Dominic Thiem continued his rich vein of form, downing Marin Cilic in straight sets. In what may be the tournament's longest match, Lorenzo Giustino outlasted local Corentin Mute after a three-hour fifth set. Two beluga whales rescued from a life in captivity have had their first taste of freedom. The whales, called Little Grey and Little White, have been released into an open water sanctuary in Iceland. Once the whales have fully adapted, they'll be released into a much larger sanctuary home. Taking a look at the weather around the country now, a low pressure trough will cross South Australia and move into Western Victoria and New South Wales, causing showers and storms locally heavy. Onshore winds around a high will drive showers onto parts of the Queensland coast. Around the capitals today, partly cloudy, heading for 24 degrees in Brisbane. Sydney, partly cloudy and 20 the top. Partly cloudy also for Canberra. Early fog, then mostly sunny in Melbourne. Mostly sunny and 19 in Hobart. Showers developing in Adelaide, a shower or two in Perth. And mostly sunny and 34 degrees in Darwin.
And that's 7 Early News for this Tuesday, the 29th of September.